0: To the save room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. My name's Kevin. And my name's Daniel. And this is episode ninety. 90- Eight. Oh, 98 Ooh. degrees, muy caliente. Yeah, to match the outside. What the hell is going on?
1: I don't know, dude. It's middle of August, but it feels like July in Arizona desert.
0: Yeah, yeah. middle middle of August feels like the seventh circle of hell. Yes, right now. <laughs> Starring Johnny Depp. It's supposed to get hotter tomorrow. Like We are in Washington, Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest, not really used to balmy or superheated. Mm-hmm. Typically, our summers are pretty nice, but uh, this one has been sweating my balls off of my body.
1: There is a, an average net of humidity in Washington. Like we've we've had that problem since we moved out here. And it's hot in this net. We we moved like during the hottest summer apparently, where it was like the longest like streak of rain followed by the longest streak of no rain. And I don't think it stopped since we came out. Like I feel like every summer gets exponentially hotter, and we and our apartments are not acclimated to it because we're mm-hmm. not like. We don't have AC? It's not like
0: Florida? you know? No, it's not like Florida. They left like us Florida. to die
1: out here. These homes are insulated for the winter, but they don't give a shit about We
0: drove life. out here to die. <laughs> Speaking of dying, yeah. my box fan died. Oh, no. I had it on for probably three days straight, mm-hmm. and it could not do that action. So it just died one day. So now I'm just like, okay, well, it's it's been a little better this week, but this weekend's so bad that I'm like, mm-hmm. am I just going to have to rip the skin off of my body? Mm-hmm. Am I going to have to, like, take off the sheets first so that my skinless okay. body doesn't get, get bloody all <laughs> So the all over viscera there? doesn't get through yeah. your, your uh, jersey sheet? <laughs> <laughs> get leaked through the frame into the mattress? That'd be, oh smelly. <laughs> it's... I, I feel a little
1: overdramatic about it because, like, yeah. it's 85 today. It feels like 100. We've definitely had hotter summers. It's just, like, we don't have AC, so it feels especially miserable. But it's almost like people who build homes in Washington almost expect us to not be home during the summer. Like, they expect us to be out hiking or, like, in a body of water all summer, not even inside.
0: You, you're telling <laughs> me these fools didn't predict COVID? Didn't we have influenza in 1917? You should have known that people might be stuck inside. Everything's cyclical. (laughs) At the end of the century, start of the next one. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, we took a week away Mm -hmm. from the news. Um, There's only like one item carried over from last week, but this week has just been a slobber knocker. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what. Big bads are happening. We have a news item per day of the week. Is it really broken I think there's seven. I did not intend for that to be the the thing, but that is what it is. Um, Yeah, we got some big things to talk about here. We got Halo. What happened to Halo? What happened to the Chief? All those poor people dead. Uh, And then also another big thing is um, Epic is just getting some turf wars with big tech. And it's stupid and funny, but mainly stupid. Hmm. So lots to chew down on, my friend. Lots to chew down on. Well, I'm, I'm fucking hungry,
1: dude. We haven't done a standard news episode. Well, you say a week. It's really been like two or three.
0: Oh, wow. Because
1: the last episode we did was a plays. Uh Uh-huh. And that was a madhouse. And I'm so sorry for anybody who I don't came remember. there craving structure. I don't remember that one. Yeah, save room plays as like a fever dream for us.
0: Yeah. No, we, we had to break before we needed the reform again. So mm-hmm. we had to have a completely no structure, kind of mm-hmm. kind of like the last two episodes of Evangelion of an episode. Oh, yeah. And The, the end of the save room. <laughs> and then this one's super structured. So fucking save room rebuild. Buckle in your safe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buckle in your safe. Well, Kevin, if they don't know, tell them who we are.
0: God damn it! we are The Save Room, the only video game podcast that could hashtag FreeFortnite. But a multi-billion dollar corporation doesn't need us campaigning for them, and you shouldn't either. <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud.com slash The Save Room Show, also owned by a corporation. And Spotify, who is also, a also a corporation. And uh, Stitcher and iTunes. Oh, geez, think, that's a big corporation, Are we going to start too. our own
1: indie streaming service? Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. We're just going to have to, like perform save room live to not depend on these megacorps yeah but like people are gonna have to gather like like in a parking lot but six feet away from each other
1: have have you seen
0: the prototypes for like
1: new concerts where they're like actually like kind of elevated seats for like two to three people but they're separated it looks like a weird animal pen it's booster seats yes booster seats but like for a concert yes You know how, like, at the back of a concert, usually there's one guy boosted up. He's, like, the sound guy or, like, just kind of surveying the land. It's like that, but for thousands of people.
0: Is he a land surveyor? (laughs) Could it be? Like, he's either there for the sound or he's there for the land. (laughs) Either way, we give him a a fucking booster seat.
1: I like the thought that, though, we're kind of more like 1920s jazz, where it's, like, you, you only really hear it live. It's different every time, and it's never quite recorded the same way. That's what the is.
0: I like about. that. Yeah. I like that. So uh, yeah, this is the last time you're going to hear us conventionally. The next time we're going to actually like try to distill our our word joy into a liquid that you can inject. Oh, called G Fuel. <laughs> PewDiePie, would you like to put on a few words for uh, G Fuel? Love <laughs> it. <laughs> PewDiePie. (laughs) What a guy. And now back to the save room. I think I covered it all. We're on RSS feeds. Mm da-da-da-da. We typically, the news episodes come out every other Tuesday now. Yeah. Enjoy that. There you go.
1: We're trying to get on a new cadence. I don't know. Kevin and I are very work-overwhelmed and world-weary, so we're trying to give ourselves a break. Sorry that we have no structure, but Tuesdays, any time, something's happening on a Tuesday.
0: Yeah, but more often than not, you can depend on finding one of us streaming. Hmm. Daniel, where the fuck can they find you when you want to stream your face?
1: Typically... Six inches from the edge of my bed over at twitch.tv slash Dungeons and Daniels. What? (laughs) No, that was good. (laughs) I'm never going to say no to a Linkin Park reference. (laughs) So I came off like a a two week vacation where I was streaming probably like four times a week. And then this week I went back to once a week. Back to just singular Fridays. That's how you know it's a Friday because I'm there. I think I'm going to take a week or two break. Is it Friday? Daniel's
0: there. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. If Daniel is Friday.
1: (laughs) If Daniel is Friday. There we go. Thank God it's Daniels.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's go on down to TGI F Daniels. TGI Daniels. TGI Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. it right the first time. That I makes sense. Daniels. Yeah. Jalapeno poppers. So I'm
1: gonna take like a week or two off. I got an Aver Media. I'm gonna get OBS. I'm gonna reconfigure my stuff and yeah. make it cool and it's gonna be crazy. and more. I don't know, aesthetically pleasing for you viewers because you guys spend mm-hmm. a lot of time with me playing games. So you know why not make it better for all of us.
0: Figure out the overlay is going to be a thing. You yeah. notice how I've used the same overlay for 10 years? That's yeah. It's because it's such a thing to figure out. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be a know, project. But the, it, it's it's neat mm-hmm. tinkering and, you know, just kind of figuring it out as you go along, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or Hopefully, I, I hope it's not overly frustrating for you to set up, at least.
1: We'll see. I like yeah. to like, brainstorm and, like, figure things out and, like, you know, solve puzzles. So it's it's going to be, like, kind yeah, of a...
0: OBS is a puzzle yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's a very, like, critical yeah.
1: thing where I'm really going to have to, like, think about what I'm doing and not just kind of slap, like, the first thing I see it to my default. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'll That'd figure that out. If you wanted to see somebody who has all that figured out, you could find my boy Kevin over at twitch.tv slash The Red Herb streaming one of his many regular programmings or One of my a pro programings, movie, yes. You know? Yeah,
0: I've introduced uh, movies into the echelon yeah it's been a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun watching the movies what did we watch the other night was we fucking Nightbury? watched night three by Clar clive barker he mm-hmm. he written and directed it apparently <laughs> in 1990 uh it, it has been called the first tr- truly epic gay horror fantasy um it, it's all an allegory yeah. but the other part of it it's like truly bad it's a really bad movie actually i didn't
1: think it was terrible it's just that there are two separate movies happening that don't necessarily make sense together right there's like a slasher serial movie happening like serial killer movie happening rather and then there's like this weird movie about the nightbreed the lore of the nightbreed these people who like live underground it makes
0: me feel like it was an anthology film maybe like before and somebody was like eh nah just fucking split the best parts of these together and they did it and it sucked
1: What's that one anthology like movie or series Cream called? Show. Dark something. Uh,
0: Dark Tales. Dark Tales. Dark uh, Duck Tales. No, uh, <laughs> Tales from the Dark Side.
1: That's it. There we go. Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, yeah. It it was fine. Duck I don't Tales. Know. We've seen a lot of bad movies so we far did. together. Like oh, We saw mm-hmm. Velocipaster, which I think is probably one of the worst movies.
0: I want people to stop whatever. bringing that movie up. <laughs> like, me, I fucking
1: hate that movie. You made us watch it. I
0: know. I know I know what I did. I just don't want to live with the consequence of what I did anymore.
1: But next is going to be, what, yeah. Double Dragon? Double Dragon. There we go. Double Dragon. So
0: tune into that or look at the VOD and sync up your own fucking version of Double Dragon to watch because <laughs> uh, watch-alongs on Twitch are the most convoluted bullshit in the world to make happen. A friend asked me, like, hey, how do you do it? How do I just stream movies on Twitch? twitch and i was like well first you have to have amazon prime mm-hmm. then you need to go live on obs but make sure you don't have anything else showing no mm-hmm. preview no nothing just webcam then you go to your <laughs> fucking web browser open up twitch go to the video producer then launch a watch party then you have to <laughs> and she was just like whoa wait, 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 wait. and then
1: god forbid you want people to watch with you they can't yeah. do it on mobile they have to sync at the very can't same do it on, mobile. You do it on <laughs>
0: desktop oh what about my smart tv i don't know i just know desktop warps figuring
1: <laughs> out amazon no yeah. Watch sessions is, like, figuring out, like, co-op for Dark Souls.
0: Yes. (laughs) It's a lot. It really is. It's the same experience. (laughs) But it's still fun. But, yeah, I'm going to shake up the schedule a little bit so we can do some more, like, kind of a save roomy Saturday thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, Save Room Streams or Save Room Saturdays, something yeah. like that. So, usually, you know, record a podcast, get stuck playing a game later. That'll yeah. be fun for you guys. Because
1: we were doing, like, the Survival Horror Saturday thing where yeah. we were playing Dead Space. And then we were going to play Dead Space 2, but, like, Kevin's a little burnt out from i burnt. I didn't that. like
0: Dead Space 1 enough, and it, that's so funny it's to me. It's such a shame because Dead Space 2 is so good. I know it's but so good. <sighs> maybe
1: I'll just play it.
0: But it was also, like, such a—it took, like, a month to get through Dead Space 1. Yeah. Which was fucking like, oh,
1: man. <laughs>
0: it, it, it took three Saturdays, to be fair. That, that's still a month in my book. Mm. I said, like, that's a month, right? I know it's three-fourths of the way, but God damn it, It's like a month.
1: But the hope is to do, like, yeah, more just kind of fun couch co-op-y stuff. We played Injustice one night that people really, really enjoyed. Yeah. And I, I would like to do maybe more community stuff on Saturdays too yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, like uh, like Final Fantasy fourteen, Daniel?
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the save room reborn we've been doing this thing this week which is yeah. uh, it's unusual for both of us actually we did two things that were unusual we we played dungeons and dragons for the first yeah, time we did that. and now we're playing an mmo which and are two things we've never MMO. done right and it's i feel like at peak nerddom right now
0: yeah i yeah. i actually think now i'm a virgin <laughs> <laughs> like i'm a virgin again uh, <laughs> you
1: somehow, like, regressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I've always long held that I would never play a fucking MMO because it's just busy work bullshit and, mm-hmm. and games played on the PC. Well, first of all, it's meant to do your taxes. I don't know why people try to stretch that machine to mm-hmm. play video games. Yeah, it's a tax any, machine. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but... You know, it seemed like enough people were really having a good time, mm-hmm. and I was hearing enough like interesting tidbits about fourteen, this ten-year-old mm-hmm. game that apparently has evolved and evolved and evolved and evolved and evolved, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "It's free with the patch, the new patch, and the new patch was being treated like a goddamn event." Daniel,
1: it's not just so a past Serious, like I know so many people who actually claim like the Shadowbringers DLC arc to be like the best. Final Fantasy story, and I'm just like, are you serious? Like hidden in this like Second Life fantasy furry MMO, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's great. They should
0: have called it that <laughs> Second Life fantasy furry MMO.
1: <laughs> so the reason we kind of got into it is because yes, like Kevin said, there's a lot of hype surrounding it right now. that yep. there's a free trial on I think PC, PS4, Acro- across all, across all everywhere, yeah, yeah. except not on the
0: Switch. This game can't go on the switch. Can't even look at this Can't go on the switch.
1: But I'm going to just do a quick overview. I pulled this from GameSpot. Uh, Michael Higgum, thank you. You are the Final Fantasy aficionado over there. Uh, and he also
0: does a lot of good tweets about like for newcomers and stuff like, "Hey, sure. do this, focus on this." Yes.
1: But Final Fantasy 14 5.3, that's the big thing. Uh, update is live with free trial, revamp quest lines, job changes, and the big thing outside of the actual story arc that's concluding with Shadowbringers is the near Automata raid, which right. actually has like canon in it. apparently Apparently. which is so crazy that you're like hiding like other game canon in this mmo event (laughs) it's 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 what is
0: 14 yeah like i have so many questions
1: but so it's bringing a ton of new content like raids dungeon story stuff um bunch of free quests bunch of free updates um we kind of want to get into it because we're always longing for final fantasy you and i
0: i thought of it as more of like kind of um a chance for journalism Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying maybe just like log what's going on and why people enjoyed it and at first i got to tell you up until level five, I fucking hated that game. Same. And I thought all of my biases were confirmed. And then I figured out how to use attacks. And then I started to fall in love with the game. <laughs> and then it ended up being kind of awesome. <laughs> and there's a lot of quests. And there's a lot of cool things. And there's a lot of costumes. And there's a lot of, like, my moves are really cool. I'm playing as a monk. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would be a monk. I accidentally chose the monk. <laughs> the, the pugilist The pugilist class? monk, yeah. I, that was an accident. I thought I was a sword boy. Oh. But when I started, like, doing, like, my fisticuffs, it was like, hey, man, that's kind of... It's kind of neat just punching these stupid creatures i just kicked the cactor straight in the face that's yeah. kind of
1: cool i came into your room and you were like roundhouse kicking wasps <laughs> and i was like i need this guy in my real life
0: <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm you know I, I i i found a through line and i think that's kind of the key is like it's such an overwhelming experience mm-hmm. in terms of ui and all this shit and all the quest. but if you just find a like if you follow the main quest, you'll level pretty quickly and you'll learn how to actually play the game instead of getting stuck in the weeds anywhere else. You know, the beginning of the game is like the hinterlands was Mm -hmm. in dragon age inquisition. People kept on saying, get out of the hinterlands as fucking soon as possible. So you can start enjoying yourself. Mm -hmm. And I
1: am. (laughs) How do you think? I was kind of where you are, where I started playing Thursday night. You came in you're like, what's going on in here? How do you like it? And I'm like, I fucking hate it so far. And, And it's, not that it because the presentation sucked, it's just because so much of it like felt like it was resisting against me <laughs> for some reason. Like, you pop it in. the opening cutscene's gorgeous. The story it sets up is really fucking fascinating. This in-game cataclysm that Square did themselves five years into to themselves to basically like relaunch the game is now Canon. And it's so cool and how, like, this is, like, the kind of conclusion... This this patch is the conclusion to all of it. So it's, it's really cool what they've done. Like, yeah. you can tell they put a lot of love and care into it. And I can see why people really love it. I think it's just... We're playing it on, on console. We're playing <laughs> it on controller. And not a lot of the menu-based stuff, not a lot of the mapping is super configured for console. I mean, they made it work. They made yeah, it functional. I as can get much in there and, and play it. I just... Between, like, the map... I got lost no less than 50 times my first night in the starting area. I couldn't find my way around. And I was just like, I just want to get to the next quest, but I can't, like, waypoint it in a way that, like, I would, in an, like, sorry, in an action RPG, like, uh, like Ghost of Tsushima or, like, you know, Assassin's Creed, where I'm like, I know where my waypoint is. I have to, like, pull up a map and then zoom into the map using, like, L1 and my right trigger, but not too hard because too I... Hard. I might like do something else by accident. Don't
0: press the left stick even yes. though intuitively you want to press the left stick, but then it actually makes the yeah. map fade out and then you have to press square again to make it fade in. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to take into <laughs> for as much as they ex- like really over explain to you, there's so much stuff they don't explain that is so inertly mmo yeah. that i'm just taking a while to get my hands and and, and brain around but hmm. once i got onto the battlefield and started killing stuff like as an arcanist as my my little dragon queen uh as i'm living what? my second life as a dragon queen okay you listen, just wanted
0: a girl with a tail
1: no it wasn't about that i wanted to you wouldn't her, have chosen it
0: if it wasn't about and that i wanted her to be a dragon you wouldn't have chosen it if it wasn't about that she's crazy cool she's crazy cool okay yeah. gotcha. anyway
1: but once I got out there and Fucking started fighting second stuff,
0: second my furry MMO.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it feels good to actually, like, you know, throw down magic. And then I got stuck on a loop where I died and I couldn't find my way back. So I got frustrated mm. for, like, three hours. And then we played again last night with a big group of people. Big
0: group of people. Which was a lot
1: of fun. And Nick was explaining a lot of systems to me. Ben was explaining a lot of stuff. And, it, like, it's starting to click a little bit more. There's yeah, going to be that it, clicking point where mm-hmm. I'm going to run with it. And it's going to be great. I
0: feel like I got to the clicking point maybe because my class is like so easy to like understand and yeah. pick up. And it's like I'm doing shit immediately. I'm kicking people. And there's, that, there's this cool stance system where certain attacks are tethered to a different fighting stance. And mm-hmm. if you do them in sequence, you do big damage. So yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a combo. <laughs> and I was like, that's really neat. Mm-hmm. And MMO did this because it, it's not like turn-based combat. It mm-hmm. has turn-based like mentality, but it's... MMO combat. Yeah. I can move my character whenever wherever I want and there's yeah, RNG and shit going on, but mm-hmm. it's like a little more a little more involved than you would expect from you know, it's it's not like trying to replicate any certain previous Final Fantasy. No it's an MMO. Yeah, the <laughs> only thing that I could think
1: came close to it was twelve, which was that hybrid of like turn based right. slash MMO. Op- like, because you're navigating the world, you're running freely and moving your character in combat or doing auto-attacks based off how you want to play it. But this yeah. is like, yeah, I'm free in combat. The only thing that is innately M- MMO about it is the cooldowns
0: where you throw down an, an attack and you're waiting for it to like... I- you know, that's regenerate. what I like actually yeah. I like the cooldowns because yeah. I was like oh that reminds me of Diablo yeah. it's like I'm, I'm using these previous games that I've played like action games and stuff they're framing yeah to build the foundation to, to like help me understand like oh that's mm-hmm. what this world is doing and honestly I'm having a lot of fun and mm-hmm. I can't believe our little save room community mm-hmm. has, has they have, in the discord of ours yeah they have this whole room that you built for Final yeah. Fantasy 14 They've been going nuts. They've been, like, organizing fucking raids, Fishing raids dungeons and fish raids and, and going, like, hey, somebody has a question. Ben has been so helpful. Mm. Philanthropy out there. Shout out to Ben, let mm. me tell you what. If you got a friend, hopefully it's Ben. Yeah. Uh, Shout
1: right. out to all it's you guys. It's crazy. Because this is cool. I like that we're it's all, cool. like, kind of getting into it and playing and learning it together. Right. It's it's a lot. It's overwhelming, but these oh, games I think are are made easier by people who are familiar with them yes. and how they work. So I don't know. It's been a cool learning experience, and I'm excited to see us get to that part where we're like, we're hitting mid game content, we're hitting end game raids, we're doing that bigger stuff. We meet two B. We meet yeah. I want yeah, to I be. Wanna meet two
0: B. I uh, want to meet two B. But sir, however, we must continue our adventures in Final Fantasy XIV mm. at another point. Sure. We must get into the news. There's more pressing stuff. The gaming news. Daniel, 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 Daniel. Kevin, sing it to me. I. Oh, you want me to actually say it? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've got six items for the save room. Wow. I
1: asked and he rose to the occasion.
0: Number one <laughs> is a sad one. Producer Yoshinori Ono is leaving Capcom after almost 30 years. No! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, I, I had he to. He did it! I had to. Beginning his career with Capcom as a sound producer in the 90s, Ono would go on to help revitalize the Street Fighter brand and, arguably, the entire fighting game scene with Street Fighter 4. Ono announced his departure on Twitter, writing, quote, my heart is filled with appreciation to those players who've been giving warm and kind support on the brand, especially little over the past decade or so, as all the activities on the Street Fighter brand regained sunshine and grew its liveliness. Regained sunshine. I just want sunshine. <laughs> what a I life. Way to put it? And now, after serving almost 30 years at Capcom, I am leaving the company this summer. This means that I will resign my position as the brand manager for Capcom's various titles including street fighter and quote wow oh no man it makes me it's a bummer but it's like yeah dude you put in 30 years of service to that company that's a long time thick and thin and it was thin for a while mm-hmm. that, that that's no small shit right there dude mm-hmm. street fighter died as a brand for oh, yeah. almost 10 years and fighting games were dragged down because of it like it was hard to get a scene going you know mm-hmm. there wasn't that like fervor and then when arcades slowly became like obsolete mm-hmm. it was even harder. But then Street Fighter 4 came in and fucking revitalized it by basically saying, let's do what Part 2 did, but with better graphics. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I I think we had an interesting filling of the space in between with like kind of like a land circuit of people playing like Smash Brothers and Soul Calibur and like different types of fighting games. But like the traditional like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter scene did kind of feel like dead for a while.
0: Really dead. And he, he came in. Not only brought it back, but he was the face of it. Mm-hmm. He was at every Evo and Capcom-sponsored event, uh, at the Pro Circuits and all this stuff. He he very much was in love mm-hmm. with the title and the gamers and all that. And he was famous for bringing around a little Blanca doll that mm-hmm. he would always take pictures with. Like, he would keep it in his pocket and then, like, you know, do signings and have them on the table and stuff. That it's was, like, cool. his shtick. <laughs> he was a very eccentric, lovely man. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish him the best. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure if he's been at the company for 30 years... He's probably pushing like in his fifties or sixties or early sixties. Let it rest. You it it happens know. a lot,
1: actually. Like you see these people who are like legacy names in like a, a studio or, you know, just a company as a whole. And then they move on to something else. And it's just like, 30 years is a very admirable, amazing career to have had to go. Have gone from sound producer to brand manager and also being known as a person to like bring Street Fighter back in the current day and make it important again. That's right. big. You made a career for yourself, and that's super, super cool. Um, I imagine he'll still be doing like he's still in gaming somehow. Like he'll still like probably show Maybe. up for events and do stuff. But like, you know, at this point, like he feels like he doesn't have to, like, you know, much like when Reggie left Nintendo or, you know, like Shigeru kind of backed away from like the Zelda titles or like Naboo stopped like being the main composer for these games. It's like, starfighter. Yeah. It's like, it's not to say Naboo that Starfighter. Like, I, what? N- n- what? Sorry, <laughs> oh, Oh, you're thinking of that one.
0: Naboo starfighter. Yeah. He made all the music, for final fantasy. No. <laughs> God, <yeah.
1: laughs> but you have these great careers. And then like, I don't, I don't think this says anything like maybe bad about Capcom. It's just like, Oh, he had his career and now he's moving on. And that's nope. pretty cool that he gets to do that. You know?
0: Yeah. I know COVID's made it very hard for the, I think it's the Capcom pro tour or mm-hmm. pro circuit or whatever. It's made it very hard to organize any public event. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, th- I think that took a few hits cause he, I remember him commenting on that as well. But I also do wonder, it's like, do you think there might've been an internal decision to say that, Hey, that we've had a few like Rocky, you know, Releases after Street Fighter Four because Street Fighter Five took a while to get good, by all accounts, to get it to like supporting to the level where they are today. And mm-hmm. even now, it's like it ain't like Four was, right? No,
1: I think it's Five has kind of been damned, sadly, as like just kind yeah. of bad at launch and then bad moving forward from launch. And
0: and then not not to mention fucking Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite being mm-hmm. a fucking wet turd. Yeah, although rumor has it, a Part Four is in development and they're learning from their mistakes. Okay, I hope that means you give us a fucking two D ish game again like like part two mm. but a great cast not bullshit actually three was good
1: it was, three, three was good. Um, yeah. um it was infinite what was it called four was infinite it was just infinite yeah there infinite was a three was and then like,
0: there was infinite yeah <laughs> and infinite was humdrum and copy kinda pasta yeah. from part three like it just and took the, the same models
1: kind of whack bad Whew. i don't know bogus yeah, yeah yeah what so was he just kind of responsible for like the street fighter brand or was he
0: kind of known mainly for, like, but he was known for other titles uh-huh. too so like he had a hand in there but yeah Very we'll cool. see but you know what Respect the legacy. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I got uh, number two, another quickie for you here. The Xbox Series S has been leaked by a controller. Mm. These controllers have a mind of their own. <laughs> uh, images of a new Xbox controller have circulated online, and considering how professional the packaging is, it appears to be official. No, it legit is like their branding and yeah. all that shit. Uh, the box for the robot white Xbox controller reveals it's compatible for both Series X and and Series S. Hmm. The Xbox Series S, codenamed Lockhart, is a long-rumored alternative to the Series X that will be less powerful but less expensive. This is the first official mention of the budget console to date. Pundit suggests the Series S will be revealed this month. Hmm. How do you feel?
1: Well, this is cool. I, I'm i mm-hmm. excited for it. I've been interested in the kind of budget alternative to the Series, uh, series X.
0: Didn't you hear something? Speaking of budget, didn't you hear something about what the pricing for these? Oh yeah, consoles I, w- might I be? was
1: listening to the kind of funny XCast uh, hosted by Snowbike Mike, Alana Pierce, and Gary the Rogue One Witta. They deep dive on all things Xbox, and somebody had uh, somebody had DM'd Alana Pierce and was like, "Hey, like here's an MSM- MSR listing for the Series S, and it was like five hundred dollars." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. That's." Uh, that's a bit much, but, you know, we kind of had a hunch that consoles this generation were going to be a little more expensive, heavier on your wallet, and it leads me to believe that the Series X, the one with the disk drive, is probably going to be, like, probably $550, $600, probably $600 if we're being, like honest about it and if this dm is true but the listing she got looked like a something pulled off of like a retail computer like Oh, uh, okay
0: gotcha yeah you know i gotta say i i'm not like shocked that these consoles might come out at a higher price point than what we expect especially compared mm-hmm. to last generation it's just that nobody could help the fact that announcing that your new system is like six hundred dollars mm-hmm. in the middle of a recession slash pandemic mm-hmm. Is not going to go well for them. Oh, no. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Nobody can help that. I'm sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. I feel like that's why maybe they're playing both companies, Sony and Microsoft, are playing the price close to their chest mm-hmm. at this point. Cause it's like they know that sticker shock is gonna cause anger from people that, especially, oh, are yeah. just like, I don't know where I'm gonna live next month, motherfucker. <laughs> mm, can't so. be worrying
1: about like grabbing a $700 console.
0: No, doggy dog, not but at all. It's but kinda, that's what it is, I yeah. guess. You know, I nobody can help it.
1: We're gonna have a lot of Xbox talk, kind of later in the episode,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, to kind of hold some of what I want to say. But the controller, from a lot of what people have said, it looks like kind of the um, the current one that's on the market for the Xbox uh, yep. One. If it ain't broke, which is pretty cool. Whereas, like the DualShock Five looks a little different. Uh, a little bulkier in aspect. The Dual
0: Sense, actually, my dual friend. Dual
1: Sense, there we go. Sorry. The Dual Sense. The
0: Dual Sense one. Reset <laughs> the clock. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, that that one looks kind of a little different in terms of like the standard line of Dual controllers.
0: Yeah, I think the only difference I saw was like there's now a share button, which mm. very much like the Dual Sense yeah. is on this new Xbox controller.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Here's what's not different. You still need fucking AA batteries for these things. Oh, really? Are you are you joking? What? Yeah, somebody they the, so this this leak. I saw it on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Somebody even like opened up the box and showed like the pamphlet it comes with, and it showed, oh hey, AA batteries, and here's a battery pack. And I was like, are you joking? Oh wow! I would I would so prefer an internal battery like a DualShock as long as I can charge it like USB C. Mm-hmm. What is so wrong with that? <laughs> what is the, yeah, the, would it? Would make the controller eighty dollars? Like, what is this? I don't know. I mean. So I, would pay, going to be doing it? I would pay $80 for that actually yeah. I'm sorry I, I can't deal with this battery future what the fuck are you talking about batteries that's dangerous you're <sighs> making me go to the store is that true because that, I like, can't get batteries online and I made this fiction in my head that I can't buy batteries online you can
1: get batteries
0: I know that's why I had to, I had to stay your head fiction. A head fiction
1: is yeah. <laughs> weird <laughs> go ahead well let me tell you the double A truth you can get batteries in person um... I have to now <laughs> damn it Xbox you're gonna kill me <laughs> <laughs> this just in phil spencer caused covid <laughs> <laughs> why phil so wait hold on no. xbox one controllers they still have like rechargeable batteries or are you no
0: they're still double a batteries. Still AA batteries? Yeah. you gotta buy like the play and charge kit you remember those from oh back my the god no days? that's what i was thinking playing charging all the way like <sighs> come on man <laughs> you're a fucking tech company yeah and you think anything that requires external batteries this is acceptable in this day and age
1: Come get your ass to the future. If Nintendo's moved away from it, you can.
0: <laughs> and Nintendo doesn't make me plug in batteries into the Switch. What the fuck is nope. going on, Phil? Nope. Phil. It's okay. They're doing <laughs> other okay. things. They're doing other things. They're doing other things.
1: Yeah, yeah that's kind of it. Uh, I mean, I like the, sen- the the feel of the Xbox One controller, and I'm going to have to get used to it, because I am inevitably going to get a Series S. Yeah, uh, especially
0: if they have a little budget, budget one. Was it
1: during this that the date got kind of announced slash leaked for that or was that oh
0: ooh, ooh. so when they when yeah on the same day that they announced halo got pushed uh somebody just like a representative just mentioned that oh yeah series x is mm. coming out in november
1: yeah november 21st I
0: no think. there's like online no, there's, there's a date the, somebody said they didn't officiate the date that's mm. the problem okay. they just said november but somebody else was like did a little investigative work and was like it sounds like it's gonna be like the 21st okay <laughs> yeah so i mean you know but then again, information's getting, like, really messy these days. That's true. One person says something, and they're just like, you Scott, you weren't fucking supposed to say that. And it's like, I didn't know, wrong Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, it was easier to
1: keep Scott under, like, you know, uh, tooth and nail when, when he yeah. was in the office. You could just kind of tie him
0: up. and Right, when he was doing the grab ass and farting on people. <laughs> We're just making up a random video game (laughs) development asshole. Scott, I mean, yeah, he probably exists. (laughs) He
1: probably worked for Ubisoft.
0: Oh, man, he was only in sales, and somebody told him he could be a product manager. They were wrong. Anyway, number number three on here, because we'll get back to Xbox in a second. Yeah, we'll get back to Xbox. Give me the number three. Number three, Remedy Games' sleeper hit Control is getting an Ultimate Edition. Hmm. Neat. That's all there is to that. Oh wait a second, Daniel! It comes with the base game and both of its expansions, including the upcoming AWE, which fo- which folds the Alan Wake universe into Control. Nice. Now, the Ultimate Edition will also grant players with next-gen upgrades for PS Five and Xbox Series X. If you already own Control for PS Four and Xbox One, you're fucked, you jabroni. <laughs> it's true. Remedy is not making the next-gen upgrades available for players that already purchase the game oh. okay that's me that's me and you or you borrowed my copy i
1: borrowed your copy does
0: so just that count. no like i have the data so no no no, no. I, fucked? I don't get it okay other people that bought the game already before this ultimate edition comes out on like mm. the september do not get the upgrade
1: so we just have to buy it again
0: you gotta buy the ultimate edition <sighs> to get the free upgrade you gotta buy to get free
1: you can't buy, like, a season pass? You can't That's You can't of... just
0: buy it via... You need to get the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> what? Now, th- th- this is very contrary to what a lot of other initiatives uh, from different companies are, which are just like, hey, you know, Cyberpunk, for instance. No, I'm serious. This is why people are pissed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> this is why, like, Cyberpunk is like, hey, you buy it for PS4, you're going to get the PS5 upgrade. No mm-hmm. extra cost. Mm-hmm. And then Xbox has been pushing studios... To use the smart delivery feature rather than charging for the upgrades. Mm -hmm. But Remedy is just like, well, you got to buy our game again.
1: Yeah. Kind of doing that old world mentality. Kind of. Like PS3 to PS4, you
0: know. Right. So like, even if you have the season pass for the DLC and the base game, Mm -hmm. you don't get it. You need to get the Ultimate Edition. That kind of sucks. Right. Yeah. That's just like, what? Okay, I can see
1: why people are a little peeved about that.
0: It's, it's kind of confusing, but at the same time, I'm just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> you know? Like, I
1: mean, for me, I never bought the game. So this will, like, when I want to inevitably go back to it or replay it on the PS5. Oh, this is
0: good for you. Yeah. Get, get this. Like, that's perfect for me. Get the Ultimate Edition. Hopefully yeah.
1: by then they will have ironed that game out because that game had a lot of, like, technical issues, performance issues as well, despite how great of a game it was
0: it was so good
1: i, I would be really really stoked to go back to that and, and just play through it again and you know this new establishment of like kind of weaving alan wake into this world and like kind of bringing that franchise back to life is is really interesting i'm, I'm i love it i'm stoked to see if they're gonna like launch like a new title off of this
0: actually i didn't cover it here and thank you for reminding me mm-hmm. the answer is yes mm. Uh, Remedy also announced that they're doing a new game that's set in both the Control and Alan Wake universe. They haven't detailed what it is or who would be the protagonist, Mm -hmm. but that's their next project, which I'm super excited about. That I love Remedy, I love their shit, but this is like a kind of a kind of a whack ass business move. But it's one of those things where I'm just like, well, I get it. You guys, it was a double A studio. I don't even think Control sold all that fucking well, but they said it made its budget back at least. So Mm. cool. I I would have hated to see Control like you know die after Mm. this like one and done because it's such a very vibrant cool supernatural universe Mm -hmm. i need more of it
1: it's honestly like one of the most unique (laughs) games i played in the last five years like Mm -hmm. that was probably like when i think of like games last year that stood out in their uniqueness like i think of that in death stranding right for how like just different they were in their approach and yeah establishing a new universe although it was like in the alan Wake shared universe was cool having this new character having like this new everything. Um, It was so, so fascinating. So yeah, yeah, I'm stoked for more of that. Um, You played the Foundation DLC, right? And it was kind of...
0: I did. It it was okay. It was more more control. I'm hoping that um, because I don't remember the story really standing out in that one. Mm. I'm hoping the AWE stuff is more compelling story-wise because I think that's the only thing that didn't stick out to me. I was like, oh, same fun gameplay that I love. I'm floating around like a Jedi and throwing items at my enemies, but... I just don't really remember what happened in that story. Hmm. The little add on story. I was just like, whatever it was, it was disposable.
1: I mean, I liked a lot of the stories in the game surrounding like the AWEs. That was always like the most interesting stuff. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. what happened with this rubber duck? (laughs) (laughs) Or the fucking fridge. Yeah, exactly. Or I like that. It's also like kind of alternatively titled like Alan Wake expansion. AWE. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty clever there. I like it. Good stuff.
0: They're very smart. Um... I I think they're a great studio. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I was hoping Control did better for them, but I guess they got to make their money where they can with this Ultimate Edition, huh? Yeah. Uh, at that rate, I'd rather just wait until, I don't know, when they release the
1: upgrade, just buy it then. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like especially too at the launch <clears> of like <throat> these new consoles, like you know, end of 2020, beginning of 2021, we're going to need stuff to play. And that, <laughs> that's a great game to start a console like generation with.
0: Especially since I can't play with the Master Chief. Nope just can't play with Master Chief. Yeah, we'll get you play with. we'll get you a little, Aww. we'll get you like a
1: 12 inch, like, action figure you can play with, buddy. I'm
0: going to play with Master Chief. <laughs> get you a Bing, Replica. bang, boom.
1: <laughs> <won. laughs>
0: I think I got some old Starship Troopers toys you can fight, too. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. I had the big bug one, the Arachned. They oh. That thing was fucking great. That was such a cool design for, like, a bug creature. Hmm. We need that, like, mashup universe of Halo and Starship Halo Troopers. Halo X Starship Troopers. Yeah. That's pretty
1: cool. Or, like, yeah. Halo X Dune.
0: Oh, Very what? Cool. Just yeah. Fighting sandworms and shit? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Who's this um, blue eyed guy? <laughs> <laughs> now, this one makes. It made the gamers a little angry. Oh, yeah. This is something that came uh, out of last week, but I decided to still bring it here because it's still kind of like pre- prevalent with the beta and stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So, number four on here is Spider Man is coming <laughs> to Marvel's Avengers as a PlayStation exclusive, and J. Jonah Jameson is pissed. Mm-hmm. God
1: damn it, we gotta get the Spider Man!
0: Give me pictures of the Spider-Man. Not on Xbox, Jonah. Not on Xbox. We told you, Jonah. Yeah, you can't use the share button from there. God damn it, it's what I play FIFA on. <laughs> Wait, what, what,
1: what sort of games do you think Jonah plays?
0: Jay Jonah plays? Yeah, Jay Jonah. Oh my God, it has to be sports games, but also I think he would be like a Fatal Frame guy. I think he's
1: really big on like Mike Tyson's
0: Punch-Out. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out is his That's where he thing. gets his
1: like kind of Peter Parker
0: rage out. <laughs> I just, for some reason, I thought of photography, but he doesn't take pictures. I don't know why Fatal Frame would have been the thing for him. He probably would have been like, I don't play anything like this. I don't understand this. I don't understand this stupid
1: video games. My nephew plays them.
0: Yeah. God damn it. Uh <laughs> flossing. Why don't you floss your teeth, you little shit? <laughs> 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 Where did this go? Oh in early 2021, New York's spectacular wall crawler will be added as a playable character to Marvel's Avengers for free. Crystal Dynamics's Jeff Adams writes quote, When Spider Man comes to our stable of the heroes, we'll be marking his debut with an in game event that will introduce him to the wider world. Of Marvel's Avengers and like the rest of our heroes in Marvel's Avengers we will offer multiple cosmetic outfits and gameplay experience options is this is a robot writing this did you just fucking like <laughs> ask for like word auto to like give me a PR
1: the crystal dynamics robot <laughs> give me a PR. PR
0: there's many gameplay experience for the gamers <laughs> customers will be delighted by the wall crawler man <laughs> uh so you can make your vision of the wall crawler a reality end quote But even though Avengers is a multi-platform release, that vision is only a reality for PlayStation systems. Hmm. Now remember, Sony bankrolled the 2018 PS4 exclusive Marvel Spider-Man. Fans initially reasoned that version of Spidey was coming to Avengers, which explains why, well, he was webbed to PS4 and the eventual PS5 editions of the game. Except... Crystal clarified this will be a new rendition of Spider-Man specific to the games-as-a-surface world of Marvel's Avengers. Crystal Dynamics studio head Scott Amos says that exclusivity is the result of Marvel and Sony's special relationship. And apparently it's not an open relationship. <laughs> Amos doesn't believe fans are missing out, though, telling IGN that the game, quote, has a lot of heroes. <laughs> <laughs> and with the scope of, and the breadth of this, and this universe, players are going to have their hands full with a lot to play with, end quote. Well, Marvel's Avengers releases September 4th. Wow. <laughs> now, I have a PlayStation, mm-hmm. and I fully intend on getting a PS5. Mm-hmm. I still think this move sucks shit. Do you feel differently about that?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I think there are definitely people that are right to get accept- like upset about it. You know, Spider-Man being... Probably and arguably one of the most prolific, if not the most recognizable like, North American cartoon character, comic book hero. Like, he's recognizable globally. Like, he's huge.
0: You want to sell something? Put his fucking face on it.
1: Yeah, so yeah. I know a lot of people were pissed initially with the Insomniac deal to get, like, you know, Spider-Man exclusive on the PS4 when that came out in 2018. That pissed a lot of people off. Oh, yeah. But that also probably sold some PS4s and got people kind of, like, playing in Sony's ballpark. Oh, yeah. Um, to, to hear that it's not necessarily the same Spider-Man <laughs> is going to be weird. It, it's, yeah. it's going to pale in comparison because like insomniac got it right with that spider-man and anything else is going to feel lesser if it isn't the same thing, but you know, it happens. It's a different game, different, you know, mm-hmm. world, different way. You have to like kind of retrofit the control and, and make him feel playable in that universe. It's not the same big sprawl that New York was. Cause it's not like the same open world game. So it's going to have yeah. to feel a little different. Obviously. Yeah. Games much, of the like, service well. much like he wouldn't feel like the <clears throat> same as he did in that game versus like, you know, ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. It's different. I'm not particularly pissed about it because I'm in the Sony house, so this doesn't offend me. I have a PS4. I don't even know that I'm actually going to really play uh, Avengers. Like, I, I don't According really...
0: to Scott Amos' Marvel's Avengers. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't even know that I'm going to really play Scott Amos's Marvel's Avengers. Because it's just like, everything I've seen of it has been kind of like, meh, you know. Gotcha. But there's an open beta that's free on console next week, mm-hmm. so maybe I'll check it out. My main thing is like, you know, exclusivity happens you know, and I think that's a lot of people have been burned. On <laughs> and the, You may be sentence. eligible for recompensation. <laughs> <laughs> Has you or someone, you know, been burned by console exclusivity? Yes, actually <laughs> like every year something comes out that I cannot play. And that's okay. Like shit happens. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not affronted by it. I was kind of like, so what about it, but there's a big conversation to have about it. So, you know,
0: yeah, I, I think, I don't think exclusivity is inherently a bad thing. And a, and a great example of saying like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, Spider-Man, the game entirely, is exclusive to PS4. But at the same time, I feel like there's measures to that Mm -hmm. where I think exclusivity is good when it's like, hey, Sony bankrolled that game and picked Mm -hmm. a studio that would be perfect for that title Mm -hmm. to make it for their consoles. Xbox should step their game up and do something like that. Mm -hmm. It gets harder when it's a multi-platform game mm-hmm. and especially one that uh, encourages multiplayer as being its main thing. That's true. And there's entire there's not not just a skin, mm-hmm. not just a level, an entirely playable character which is arguably the most fucking popular comic book hero <laughs> in existence yep. is locked to one platform, well, two technically. Like yeah. that like that sucks I, mean, I get it like it's not dude it's not fucking if they said hawkeye was locked mm-hmm. to one console nobody would ca- there wouldn't be an article there, <laughs> there <laughs> wouldn't would be care. a discussion even if it was moon Knight, it would be like shit oh okay. J- damn okay well that sucks but whatever that's not <laughs> fucking spider-man
1: <laughs> it's it's a big deal and uh, people are gonna get left out of this and it's gonna, it's yeah. gonna suck um th- this has happened before oh in, yeah in, in fighting games it happens all the time like when i think of like you know mortal Kombat nine and how like kratos was in it on the ps3 but like he wasn't in like the xbox version or like the mm. old soul Calibur days when you had like lincoln soul caliber and then yeah Darth for, Vader, for like,
0: gamecube and all that yeah, yeah, yeah
1: so like that that happens but it's it's so rare where it's like there's no trade-off right like xbox isn't getting like an equivalent
0: right that's a good know? point too there's no trade-off here yeah. there's just one that gets more mm-hmm Ow. <laughs> like, that sucks for people that definitely wanted yeah. to. And then also, what does this do for the potential of crossplay as well? Mm. We're living in a future where, like, Dude, I think it's amazing. We're playing Final Fantasy 14 mm-hmm. and most of our friends are on PC and we're still able to fucking hang. Mm-hmm. Like, is that not in the cards for Avengers? And I think they even asked the studio, IGN or someone, and they were just like, "Oh, you know, there's a lot of heroes and we have a lot of plans in the future, but it's not expressly crossplay."
1: That's actually a great thought, like. Yeah. So, what? It's going to be crossplay between PS4 and PC, but like Xbox doesn't get to do
0: that with them. So, it's like it's it's almost like this brand of exclusivity is against the idea of, like, a unification of games, which is great for consumers. Mm-hmm. This one's really kind of just bad. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, okay. So what happens if they do open up crossplay? And it's like, here comes Spider-Man, and he's got a PS4 logo on his head. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, because it's like, okay, you're going <laughs> to... Sony probably shelled out so much money to make this all happened. of the money. <laughs> like, I don't even, they probably like threw down money to just make it a forever deal. Like they threw a billion dollars probably <laughs> at, at, at Crystal Dynamic.
0: Maybe their bargaining chip was mm-hmm. not just the movies, which they owned the distribution rights for, mm-hmm. but maybe how well Spider-Man PS4 did mm-hmm. that. Disney was just like, fuck it, make magic again, whatever. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I, we don't know what happened behind no, the scenes, don't. but the truth is, fucking disney marvel and sony played ball together to make this happen
1: against phil right
0: is his band of xbox Uh heroes this was not a contractual obligation in the same way that the spider-man films are yeah it was a choice Hmm. and it's here for you
1: (laughs) i think they probably looked at the sales of like yeah spider-man ps4 and they're like okay that's sold
0: but it's very obvious that sony is very much trying to put forth this this image of Mm -hmm. spider-man is sony if you want spider-man you'll always have to come to sony
1: but it's like Also, no, like Spider-Man's existed on other consoles before
0: switch just last year for like almost everywhere.
1: Like, you know, uh, Sega, like SNES forever for, for all the
0: time. Right. He's been always on all these Mm. other platforms and now Sony's just kind of like, wow, (laughs) they're being Jay Jonah about it. (laughs)
1: But, like, what does that look like? Because, what, there's gonna be, like, an in-game story event that Mm -hmm. ties him into, like, the, the Greater Avengers, like, you know, Game of Service story... Do it, do you not see him in the Xbox version? Like, what, what,
0: I'm so you just kid- don't have access to that content and those just, levels that are associated, or any of that, or the so, mechanics. What weird. about how, how do the characters interplay? Right, mm-hmm. there's a, like a game like Overwatch needs to sync balance between mm-hmm. every new character that's introduced. How if this game is doing it right, then that needs to be a huge consideration for Marvel's mm-hmm. Avengers of like how do these characters, these different combinations of Avengers interplay with each other? And one is missing from the game. Yeah, how do you reconcile that? It just seems 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 bad all around it's
1: almost like you're then kind of launching two different versions of the game exactly which is
0: it's 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 such a weird stupid thing and i'm just like i just hope this kind of thing doesn't happen going forward so like let me put my 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 line in the sand is you can make an entirely exclusive game and i think that fosters healthy competition don't fucking segment parts Mm -hmm. of a multi-platform game because it just makes it shittier for everyone that wants to engage and create a community around it. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, that, that's a fair point. And yeah. I think for me, like, my thing for the, uh, the when we were talking about it last week, I'm just like, yeah, so what? Because, like, my thought is, like, yours. You know, exclusivity breeds competition. Yeah, yeah. You know, these these three main companies have had exclusives for the entire run of their console careers. Mm-hmm. As, as console colossi. Like, they've had these, you know, Nintendo's got Mario. Xbox has Master Teeth. Sony's got Nathan Drake. So,
0: know, Sony's got Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper. I was trying to think of a lesser <laughs> person.
1: Um, and and that's healthy and that's fine. And even in the vein of like timed exclusives, like you know this isn't the first time this has happened with Square and Crystal mm-hmm. Dynamic. It happened with uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider back in like 2015 or whenever that was, and it came to Xbox first. And they must have threw a shit ton of money that way to make that happen. But eventually it came out on PS4 a year later. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, timed exclusives, like, they're pleasantly surprising, and they happen a lot. I I wonder if this is going to be another one of those things where it's like maybe he'll come eventually.
0: I think he might be because yeah. there's a very good reason why it isn't the Sony version, or I'm sorry, the, the mm-hmm. Insomniac version of Spider-Man. Probably because he eventually is going to be up for grabs for the rest of the versions. But yeah. They're, they're I think, not going
1: to say it right now. I feel like it's going to happen in
0: like an update in like right. the middle of 2021. I, oh, at the end, probably, yeah. given the fact that he is coming out in 2021 for a PlayStation. So it's going to be oh, like, true. hey guys, uh, we got we got um Kate Bishop is joining the cast mm-hmm. as other, who's her name? Other Hawkeye? <laughs> Hawk girl. No, 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 it wasn't Hawkgirl. No, no, what is Kate Bishop's, like, her handle? Oh, that's going to kill me. I think it was just Hawkeye. It wasn't, like, Little Hawk. (laughs) That's going to bother me forever. Well, anyway, here's a new character, and then Spider-Man's on the cast, too. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to actually look it up now. Kate Bishop. I
1: thought it was just Hawkgirl, but... (laughs)
0: <laughs> lady hawkeye or lady hawk guy uh, that's from what? that's from uh, yeah yeah that's from matt fractions because uh, okay. he's called hawk guy yeah. <laughs> the entire time lady hawk guy. no she was the next hawkeye so she was never like a hawk girl or whatever the fuck mm. there was a hawk girl in dc Okay. Who is a floating...
1: Actually, I don't know why I got so locked into that, because Hawkeye is like... It's like a genderless mantle. Yeah. Hawkeye. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see what happens with this. Again, <laughs> I, I'm i so lukewarm on Avengers as it is. Uh, I'm willing to try... Out that out the, too. I'm willing to try out the beta next week and see how it goes. From from what I've seen of it so far, because like, they did an extensive like gameplay uh, demonstration of it where it was like, here's Kamala <laughs> Khan in action, you know, as Miss um, Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, here's all these characters, and like it looked cool. Um, the menus looked very Destiny-ish mm-hmm. in its scheme of microtransactions,
0: and oh, there's a whole hell yeah. lot of Destiny in that game. Yeah. I, we'll see if it if it's derivative versus actually. Um expansive yes you know like giving us a good reason why you're taking these elements beyond the fact that you want people to engage and pay for your game throughout time yeah give me a good reason to be in your fucking universe because right now there's some stuff that looks real stiff to me mm-hmm. that's the best way i look at that and i'm go like this game's basically a cop this is a stiff fucking game <laughs> <laughs> prove me wrong make me have fun because marvel's supposed to be fun dude sure but it, it's increasingly becoming like corporate mechanism number one is like how marvel is you know mm. thanks to disney and all that shit it's like it's missing the heart of the comics like yeah the more and more point. we go forward so
1: um we'll, we'll call this 4a this will be really sure. quick because this just kind of got announced and i completely forgot about it but um wb games and the Suicide Squad game. Oh,
0: we forgot about Speaking that. Speaking of
1: games that are going to have, like, kind of that heart and really, like, nail, like, the comic book feel. Yeah. As much as I'm kind of, like, lukewarm about Suicide Squad as a brand, I think they're going to
0: nail it, whatever it is. Yeah, because Rocksteady is working yes. on this. This yeah. is Rocksteady's next game. It's yeah. been developed for five years. Yeah. Uh, when is it? DC FanFest. That's, like, the end of the month, right? That mm-hmm. they're going to show off all this shit. Yes. Show me my fucking Harry Potter game. Yes. Show me my Harry Potter game. I want to see that. I want to see that pretty bad.
1: I want to know how I Actually I... want to see that more than the Suicide
0: Squad game. What's my wizard boy going to be like? <laughs> yeah. You Can know you like these are the questions that I have to ask. The one
1: interesting thing about that too about the Rocksteady Suicide Squad game too is like WB Montreal had already kind of like worked on that game. I forgot. And then it's just like <laughs> they they abandoned it for I guess I don't know what the reason was if that what's what they were working on before Court of Owls and then they just kind of shifted gears. But I think it's just really interesting that like they're like, "You know what? We'll pick it up." rocksteady will do something with it
0: yeah because rocksteady said hey you know it'd be interesting if you go after the justice league mm-hmm. and it's like that's why people thought they were making a justice league game yeah. they're probably in the game but they're bosses that'd be actually really interesting i i need to see a trailer yeah i need, I need to, see to see anything
1: it. i'm a little upset we're not getting batman beyond arkham but like whatever yeah oh jeez. Oh, yeah
0: okay you ready for number five yes daniel number five on here oh oh, oh you okay Oh, no. no that's right. me going, oh, well. Oh. Thought I hurt you. No. Number five Halo Infinite is delayed until 2021. <laughs> it looks like we won't be finishing the fight, comrade. Oh, no. I don't know what that means. It's the thing that finished the fight was part of the advertised campaign of Halo 3, the most popular Halo. No, in, in we Halo can't series. kill the
1: grunts. <laughs> is that <laughs> a thing I say?
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> a thing that Cortana says. Yeah, you're right. How did you know? Originally intended to launch alongside the Xbox Series X this holiday. Halo Infinite has been delayed to an unspecified date in 2021. So Microsoft explained what led to the push. Oh, this is a long one too. Quote, the decision to shift our release is a result of multiple factors that have contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all this year. I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at 343 Industries who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to development challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the overall success of the game to ship it this holiday. Mm. End quote. Now, this news comes only a few weeks after Xbox's first party showcase that literally began with gameplay from Halo Infinite. Unfortunately, criticism was lobbed at the footage by fans that felt the game didn't look very next-gen. This prompted developer 343 Industries to defend the artistic style of the game while simultaneously agreeing with fans that some of the graphics on display needed work. Ah, the balance of defensiveness and placation that is game development. Because you want to tell people to fuck the fuck off, but then you need their money, so you go, you're right, his suit's not green enough. (laughs) Right? Now, here's where this gets fucking crazy to me. Mm. Gary, what is Animal Talking, an actual talk show that takes place in the not actual world of Animal Crossing New Horizons, interviewed Xbox boss, Phil Spencer.
1: Just sidebar for this, because we talk about this show like so often, Gary Wood is killing it. He's killing it, Like dude. the guests he gets on is, is amazing. He had Ashley Johnson, Shannon Woodard, Corey Barlog all, all together on one episode. I love
0: that these people don't even make sense together, yeah. but they just are. Yeah. What is going Brie on? Brie
1: Larson. It's, it's so crazy. And then they get Phil Spencer. Yeah. He even said, like, I have i don't think I've ever spoken to Phil in any capacity before this time. Like, yeah. Before we no. scheduled this. No. So Apparently so was, cool. he was
0: super sweet uh, yeah. during the whole thing. But yeah, like, just, dude, like, just take two seconds to consider that in 2020, yeah. Rogue One's writer interviewed Xbox's head inside of a Nintendo video game. Like, like, honestly, that is a thing that occurred in 2020. Well, there's some highlights in this world.
1: I, I would say that's more likely for Phil Spencer than it would be for like, you know, Herman Holst because Phil Spencer's all about that cross pollination.
0: That you That's know? funny. I was watching the X. What is it called? The X cast. X cast. Yeah. And Gary Wood was talking about how Phil Spencer is not stuffy like you would expect from like. An executive in his position of power, like other people, like you know, when you start talking about the games and stuff like that, they get all like, Mm "Oh, make sure the the PR guys in the room, to make sure I don't say some stupid bullshit." Phil will talk to you, like he's like a dude. He'll he'll tell you, "This is what we wanted. This is a huge disappointment. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this was a huge disappointment to him." Mm -hmm. Now, Xbox Series Spencer admitted the decision was to delay the game. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Xbox Series Spencer. That's really good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Xbox Series Spencer admitted the decision to delay the game was made well after the showcase, and was decided within 24 hours. Here's his quote. We made the decision late last week. And I say we, Bonnie Ross, who runs 343, Matt Booty, who runs our first-party studios organization, and myself. And they came with some options, things that we could do, maybe parts of the game that we could ship on given dates, it just didn't feel to all of us like the Halo release that we would want. So in the end, I made the call based on the information that they present. I make a call, like I said, with hopefully the best intent in the long run for our fans and our platform. End quote. Now Phil doubled down on his statement, saying that he believes this is the best choice for Xbox customers and the Master Chief, whose suit definitely jacks him off. <sighs> Daniel, how do you feel? Are you sad?
1: Not not sad that I am delayed. uh in, in seeing, No, I know you don't have like a connection
0: to the, the master to the franchise Chief get like
1: that. Delayed gratification. I want to see right. the, the suit jack him off to fruition in the right. next gen. In
0: it, in at least 120 frames. In at least yeah. yeah,
1: like perfectly like that. That ejaculation doesn't even have to load. It happens so immediately. Oh, there will be a load. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I think that the conversation here is. This was supposed to be huge. This their the killer to be app. The killer app for Xbox, moving into the next gen. This is supposed to be them bringing back Halo in a really interesting and and bigger way than they ever have. Like yeah. kind of like having this, you know, multiplayer experience that is kind of leaning into the game of service thing a little bit. Um, well,
0: the big thing was that their multiplayer was going to be free to play free for games. everybody. That's a big thing for a franchise like yeah. Halo. Like but then again, I'm sure the writing was on the wall. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty's Warzone is free yeah. for everybody. These companies that used to be very stringent about making sure you paid for every ounce of a game mm-hmm. are saying, This is for everyone yeah. and this is our greatest marketing hook.
1: Now, it's not to say that consoles <laughs> haven't launched without like, you know, a bowl of an exclusive like PS four came out and it had like some cool indie exclusives, games like, you know, Rezzo gun it had like transistor it had like, like little darlings while like the exclusives kind of built themselves up um so it's not to say you have to kind of launch out of the gate with a new thing but it definitely helps especially when you were behind last gen you know or this gen i should say rather but their caveat is well they're launching with a thousand games at launch with Xbox, XPath- like uh, Games Pass. You know, there's so much kind of prospect already, like at the gate with like Series X or S, because there's a whole library of games to start.
0: Yeah, that's the hope, right? But how many of those thousands of games <laughs> compare to the perfect combination mm-hmm. of a Halo title mm-hmm. at the launch of a brand new console. This is a this is like a oh. bad thing for them. Oh
1: no no, it's it's definitely gonna hurt, uh, yeah. especially seeing Sony come in, swinging out the gates with uh, Miles Morales and like whatever other first party games they're gonna have. Right, it's definitely gonna disadvantage them. But like if they need that extra time to like kind of massage the chief in his suit, get the game in you know perfect <laughs> shape, make sure it's it's what they want it to be and, and not like half baked, then they need to do that because I think. It, this game is more than just about selling consoles. It's kind of selling the idea of, uh, exclusivity back again. Cause like mm-hmm. Halo kind of fell mm-hmm. from grace a little bit. Um, gears, of course. Yeah. Gears, although gears five sounds like it was pretty cool. It
0: was cool, but yeah. I don't think it's enough to sell systems anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, that, that franchise has definitely lost a lot of its sheen. Mm-hmm. I think, the fact that you like, just like you said, this was supposed to be the Halo that brings it back. Yeah, right. People, people were like, eh, about four, and people were definitely not on board with five. Mm-hmm. This was the one, and this was like the bargaining chip for, hey, mm-hmm. join Xbox right now. It's a great time. We got a new, we got a new uh, console, a new Halo. It's not a great look, but at the same time, I do agree. It's the right choice yes. for this game if you want it to be the marquee that it deserves to be. Mm-hmm. And if that's not what it was right now. Mm-hmm yeah yeah the push makes sense
1: i'd prefer that like imagine if like breath of the wild came out at launch and it was broken or not in the best shape that it could have been like it would have hurt the experience pretty greatly and they they need all the cards in their favor if they need to delay it to make the perfect product you're really just kind of serving your fans at that point you know
0: i i will say i i do i do agree that it's probably gonna hurt the amount of units that they're gonna uh, sell for Series X, even though this game was mm. supposed to launch for everything, right? P- yes. You get it for PC with Game Pass, yeah. you get it for Xbox One, what have you, right? But I think it's it definitely dulls the impact,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but at the same time, it'll give them a nice push whenever this game actually does come out, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm wondering, like, how long of a push did this game need, right? Mm-hmm. If they intended to come out holiday this year, mm-hmm. is it gonna be like, holiday next year? That would be insane. Oh, I don't,
1: year, right? I don't know. I don't think they could take that much of a hit with right. it. Where... They were expecting to sell consoles with this game, and you're hitting the end of probably the fiscal year around holiday, too. So, like, I I think that maybe by March or April, like, you really want to make sure this game's out so you can get return, like, a full return by the end of the next fiscal year. Like, really, like, bring in the money for it, because they can't take that big of a hit. Yeah. I gotta wonder how broken it was, though. Or well, if it's really just like, because I don't want to think it was fan feedback. I don't want to think that, like, the outcry of, like, oh, this game looks bad is the reason they pulled it, you know?
0: I don't think that would be the sole reason yeah. that they're just like, oh, shit, we got to make sure they can't make any more Craig memes anymore. Yeah. Like, no, I I think it was more so that might have been part of what broke the camel's back, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, when we showed it, people kind of lobbed a lot of criticisms at it. Yeah. Uh, is this really ready? And maybe their internal feeling at 343 was. No this 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 hasn't been ready for a while in holiday 2020 in the midst of covid is not going to be good for this game as a title right mm-hmm. cuz i think they i think they're very pensive about if you remember they released the master chief collection for xbox 1 mm-hmm. and its online was a fucking disaster mm-hmm. they had to spend the better part of a year and a half fixing that game and it was just fucking article after article dunking on this mm-hmm. was that fair i don't know i may mean, probably not but at the same time well you're halo yeah you're like the biggest kid on the block and you came in and with a plot basically Mm -hmm. yeah you're gonna get written about right but also if you also recall my friend also 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 Mm -hmm. halo infinite's creative director tim longo left halfway through production oh if yeah so that's not a great sign for your marquee title when your creative director fucking bounces halfway through oh man maybe this game has been in trouble forever you know? We we need
1: Danny O'Dwyer to do the no clip. Get on in I gotta, there. Man. I got I got to know what's happening behind the scenes. Get that
0: no clip with 343.
1: Do you think now though? Yeah. Do we get a segment where or a segmentation rather where maybe like the multiplayer comes out ahead of the the main game? Maybe they 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 launch that first? To just get something in players' hands. Well, Phil actually, he
0: discussed that with Gary Whitta. He said, like, we considered that idea and Mm. said it doesn't feel honest to Halo. Mm. So I think they're gonna. It's gonna be one package. Okay. And that messaging has to be clear. It's not like, oh, they can't do the the battle royale thing of like just releasing parts of the game over time, like Fortnite did back in
1: the day. With something that big, with a game this big, I don't think nah.
0: It's got to be full force, full force at once. But you know, I feel bad for them. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of hang ringing going over there. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people fucking sweating and a lot of people going like this year can't get any worse right you know could you imagine like they're just like fucking hell can't even walk outside with a mat without a mask on Mm -hmm. and we can't ship a halo (laughs) what a bad year games get delayed all the time but it's not often that one of the biggest games ever gets delayed well it's not often we
1: have a pandemic that shifts the entire industry true too that's
0: why i'm just like i'm not fucked up
1: yeah what does this do for you as somebody who is like big on halo
0: uh if you straight up like if you didn't even put it in my mind that this game was coming out this year, I would have been like, yeah, that tracks. I want a fucking great Halo game.
1: Yeah.
0: If you told me like, hey, we can't do we can't do Halo right until twenty twenty two, I'd be like, sweet man, I got a backlog. Yeah. <laughs> like that's oh, where yeah. I'm at, dude. Like I don't care. I don't care. I don't hang my hat on one game a year, right? You know. Sure. So, but that that that's me. I'm maybe other people are different. They're like, hey, I'm super excited about this. This is mm-hmm. the only thing. I, that sucks. There's no way to take away the fact that this is a bummer. Yeah. But like you know my greatest hope though through this typically when a big budget game gets delayed that doesn't mean the studio gets to take it easy in mm-hmm. fact life gets way harder and they start having the crunch that's what happened with the last of us part 2 mm-hmm. that's what jason was writing about jason trier yeah i want to think better of like you know how microsoft treats 343 and they did mm-hmm. make a few comments about like hey we're you know we have our uh, employees interest in mm-hmm. mind i wonder how true that is that's all because, like, it should be... Again, you can fucking tell me this game comes out in 2022. Mm-hmm. As as long as you can also promise me that people didn't suffer to crank it out, I might feel a lot better about supporting your game. So that, that's, that's our i
1: I think they should, yeah, push it with the best interests of the people. I mean, it's hard to not worry about your quarterlies and your finances, but just and don't worry audience. about that as much, you know? I also... I don't really know that it matters that they need to compete at launch Xbox and, and uh, PlayStation, right? Like... They're going to sell in different ways. I think we're, we're, I think we're past the point of, of those consoles competing in the same space in similar ways. They're doing different things. Two, we don't actually even know when the ps is coming out. Nope. Holiday 2020 could be like late December. Could get pushed. We don't even know, you know.
0: These could get pushed. Yeah. I don't know. They could get pushed. Do you think they should delay the Xbox to be with Halo? I don't think so.
1: I don't think so I because them, I don't think so. there's other stuff that they can launch out the gate with, especially like I said, with like the the entire catalog of Xbox games across like 360, Xbox One coming to Games Pass, and then like whatever other late, like second party or smaller games that they might oh, have coming, out. As third well. party games. Yeah, are, yeah there's, stuff, there's
0: stuff. There's you stuff. Know?
1: Yeah, we're not getting avowed at launch, but you know, I will admit grounded. not
0: having Halo makes that lineup a lot less compelling because yeah. I'm struggling to think of anything else that like really landed it for me. Like maybe the medium, mm-hmm. but that doesn't even seem like a a big marquee title to really like draw Mm -hmm. me in. So eh, I wish the best to them, but that sucks for them.
1: No, it definitely sucks, but that doesn't mean that they're, they're doomed. Like they can recover from it. Right. It's just, it's something that needed to happen and you can only but respect it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like, Hey man. And they came out pretty quickly with that shit and just said, Hey, here's the thing. Right. ah, It's not easy, right? Like this is not an easy choice. Oh no. You think they fucking wanted to delay their biggest goddamn game? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> like that's the thing that, that's the conversation it comes down to but uh it's okay i got a last bit on here and uh speaking of corporations uh <laughs> this is an interesting one this is probably one of the more interesting this is the stupidest shit i i have to say i think it's the stupidest shit on earth <laughs> but um i had to write about it because yeah, that's what we do can we call this pixel litigations three is this like the just... whole episode is pixel litigations three <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. We gotta think. There's cause there's a lot of cool talk yeah. on this episode already, but this this one's just like a fucking cherry popper right here. Number six. Apple pulls Fortnite from the App Store, hmm. igniting the stupidest campaign to hashtag free Fortnite. <sighs> to tell the full story. <laughs> Epic Games gargantuan hit Fortnite has been removed from both Apple's App Store and Android's Google Play Store. Now, let's Run through the events to really get a clear picture of this. Mm-hmm. On August 13th, Epic introduced the Fortnite Mega Drop. Across all versions of the game, this meant V-Bucks, the in-game currency used to purchase uh, skins and other bullshit, was reduced in price by 20%. Now, that's pretty straightforward, right? Except on mobile, the Mega Drop also introduced a way to make direct payments through the game. Now, if this, didn't, if this doesn't strike you in any sort of way, remember, previously... Players could only make in-app purchases through Apple or Google's payment methods, of which they took a clean 30% cut out of. Thank you very much. Now, you could still buy V-Bucks through Apple and Google, sure, but why would you? It's cheaper to buy V-Bucks through Epic's in-game payment system. That's right. Epic purposely didn't make V-Bucks cheaper on iOS and Android. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, So, Apple responded by pulling Fortnite, well, off of their store. Now, if you have the game already, you can still play it, but the next season will be inaccessible. And it's also going to be really hard to download patches for the game going forward. Mm-hmm. Or impossible, actually. Okay. So, you're, you're playing an outdated version of Fortnite. Mm. Right? Which is a game that relies on consistent support from yeah. Epic. Uh-oh. So, Google followed suit and pulled the game a day later. <sighs> Epic Games quickly launched a lawsuit against both Apple and Google. Although the game company has targeted Apple as public enemy number one, seemingly. Epic even released a short film satirizing Apple's old Macintosh (laughs) ad that evoked imagery from George Orwell's 1984.
1: Or known as 1980
0: Fortnite. (sighs) The short, which features character designs from the game, is titled 1980 Fortnite. And make no mistake, it's stupid as fuck. The short ends with the statement, quote... Epic Games has defied the App Store monopoly. In retaliation, Apple is blocking Fortnite from a billion devices. Join the fight to stop 2020 from becoming 1984. End quote. The short is capped with a call to arms for gamers. Hashtag free (laughs) (sighs) Now, the language Epic uses in its lawsuit makes it clear that they want to disrupt the monopolies Apple and Google have created in the mobile space. Now, this is directly from their lawsuit, quote, Apple has become what it once rallied against, the behemoth seeking to control markets, block competition, and stifle innovation. <laughs> Apple is bigger, more powerful, more entrenched, and more pernicious than the monopolists of yesteryear. At a market cap of nearly $2 trillion, Apple's size and reach far exceeds that of any technology monopolist in history." End quote. Now, this is far from unprecedented for Epic, by the way, given their past grievances with Valve. CEO Tim Sweeney has long disparaged Valve's tight control over PC game distribution using Steam. Epic strategy there should be familiar, too. They undercut Valve by only taking a 12% cut on sales made through the Epic Game Store versus Steam's 30%. Cool. It's almost like it's their fucking key banger of a song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Undercutting.
0: What a stupid, stupid situation, because at the same time... So Epic is trying to paint themselves as the hero of the people, worst, the mm-hmm. hero of the gamers, and they want to rally them against these monopolists. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. You're Epic mono- is like partly owned by Tencent, the biggest conglomeration in the world. Mm-hmm. You're a multi-billion dollar corporation as well. You're getting into a little pissing match publicly.
1: There's an irony about a a, a multi-billion dollar company, multi-million dollar company, whatever, rallying the people against
0: corporations and monopolies. It's just like, what? They're trying to be the underdog in this situation? No. Shut up. (laughs) Like, that's what it comes down to. You do not garner sympathy from me. Mm -hmm. And you certainly don't. I'm sorry, are you trying to radicalize the gamers? When has that worked over the last fucking decade of gaming culture? And you Mm -hmm. think that's a good idea? You think that's a smart idea to incite anger out of a culture that is fucking very, very much reactionary? Well, especially to a lot of people that play Fortnite are younger and impressionable mm-hmm.
1: kids and then people that might be like, yeah, free Fortnite. Fuck that. Like they get like rallied and, and, and emblazoned and mad about it because it's like well, the Fortnite is their everything.
0: Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be like one sided against Fortnite mm-hmm. or Epic in this case. Uh, yeah. Fuck Apple and fuck Google in, in the same senses. Yeah. Right? There's a discussion to be had there about, like, sure, they're running the monopoly on ecosystems that they fostered, created, and onboarded third parties to. Mm-hmm. That's that's tough, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a free market at that point. Mm-hmm. It is very much still a proprietary like ecosystem uh, from these different companies. Mm-hmm. So how... At, at what point does... I mean, I get the whole fair fair business practices thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ep- Epic has mentioned that, you know, uh, Apple has played favoritism with different apps in the sure. past, right? Where they're like, everyone is a, everyone 30% cut, and then they've made back-ended deals to get, like, garner stuff like, uh, what was it? Amazon Prime service on sure. there, right? So, and I see that. Like, fair marketplace practices, that that's a great thing, mm-hmm. but... <sighs> It's also theirs. Like, I don't know. It's like you're coming into their house and saying, you know, here's how you're going to run it. (laughs) Isn't that kind of strange? Yeah. Especially after you've already made buku buck and buku exposure on their Mm. platforms. So it's a tough argument at that point. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't feel bad for anyone involved. They all fucking suck money out of us all of the time with their predatory practices until somebody slaps them on the wrist hard enough for the lawsuit where they have to relent and act like it was their intention to be of the people all along
1: you couldn't tell kevin really does not like corporations i
0: really don't like corporations <laughs> this is
1: his, his anti-capitalism anti-monopoly spiel
0: i actually love for them to get into a celebrity a corporate deathmatch, <laughs> yeah. actually with each other
1: you, a three-way corporate <laughs> deathmatch.
0: i would fucking love that reboot that series for netflix but it's just like corporate figures
1: killing each other
0: what that would that? be my favorite thing what's
1: the one movie where they fight their way through an office building that uh john c mckinley's in? oh
0: the belco experience yeah
1: it's gonna be like the Balco experience yeah james
0: gunn produced that one it's a really good movie actually Uh, but i really want yeah i i don't give a shit i hope they collide and rip each other apart and sue each other into the ground so (laughs) that that's
1: the good business i like let's not kind of skirt around the thing right where it's like Mm. the epic probably had a contract with apple much like they did with google what they did probably breached some contract that they had Apple, they
0: did. They violated. And Apple said, "You violated our terms of service."
1: Apple, in all realms, are their right to have have done what they did, to, to, legally. Like they are in their legal right, legally, to say no, and we're going to pull the game.
0: And Epic knows that. Yeah. They know that legally, they're right yeah. to have done what they did. So why do you think they're trying to garner public favoritism? Yeah, I, I
1: get it, but it's also like you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Like you you <laughs> you broke the the terms of agreement
0: yes they did
1: so it's it's weird that they're chasing apple but not like doing something similar well they sued google yeah but not in the same they're not going about the same like dramatic charade did you see the fucking video that they yes like that is like the most dramatic like in-game bullshit i've ever seen and also
0: released a couple hours after they got pulled down from the app store yeah this was premeditated all of this was premeditated they knew what they were doing Mm -hmm. and they knew how they planned it they fucking planned it and also to launch this fucking kind of initiative in 2020, the year of COVID, when companies are weakened and disorganized right mm-hmm. now. Oh, baby, this is high drama. This is the drama I like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Corporate drama. If only we had like a, like a fucking fighting anime mm-hmm. with different corporations <laughs> like represented want, by big old fighters. Going back, he just wants see them fight. Want them to tear oh. each other apart. I'm bloodthirsty, dude. I want to see the old world fight. Fall into
1: the sea. (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny to me. This is one of those things where, like, I I don't really care because, like, I don't play Fortnite. I don't really care (laughs) about Epic. Shit
0: about Fortnite.
1: (laughs) Um, it's it's like it's interesting to see them get in this sort of like pissing contest with each other about it. (laughs) So good. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see who comes out the victor. You know, I'm sure they'll there'll be a settlement, whatever. But like. What's the big deal anyway? Did, it, Epic's not relying on Apple or Google to fucking get Fortnite in people's hands in the same way.
0: Well, I mean, now they're off of mobile at that point. Yeah, That's that's a big market share. I would, I would say even bigger than console, dude.
1: Yeah, you look at how, like, everybody has a phone in their hands. You know, mobile gaming is huge, but, like, whatever. You're on, like, every console. You're on PC. You're on all the major consoles. It's cross-plat. I, I, I get it, but, like, whatever. You've already made
0: your money. Who cares at this point? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Now, there is something to be said like, hey, I I don't mind disruptions. And I, I think what Epic did with Game Store was probably like
2: mm-hmm.
0: fairer, you know, because yeah. it's like, hey, it's kind of that exclusivity argument, right? Yeah. Where they're doing things with their platform differently than somebody else's platform. And that's a way to go toe to toe and force breed yes. that healthy competition. This is them walking into Apple's home, taking a shit on the floor and <laughs> saying, why don't you clean it? You know, and it's like, that gets weirder at that point, right?
1: I think Fortnite gave Epic an ego. Oh my god <laughs> Jesus Christ Because yeah, I would never see them Swing their dick When it was just The Epic Game Store Or when they had Like uh, Unreal Like,
0: Yeah I was like When you bitches Were just Gears of War yeah, right. You were way different In Attitude Yeah,
1: <laughs> You've become a monster yeah, Epic's got this Fucking like Fucking leather jacket Smoking cigars Putting it out In Apple's face
0: <laughs> Yeah they're walking in Like the, the cool kid Christian Slater With sunglasses Doing fucking backflips In a bar And the old fogies Are like
1: We gotta stop this kid <laughs>
0: you like fuck yeah
1: fucking (laughs) epic is christian slater in the movie heathers just trying to bring down the world (laughs) exactly
0: that's what now i i get it like Uh, you know i will say there's one thing that i do like about epic even mm -hmm. though it's like come on man you need you're out you're a little out of pocket but Mm -hmm. it's funny to me i i do like that they're very much on the side of creators and developers yes and it's true if we look at it they made that discount to the V-Bucks across the board. Yes. Across the board. Even mm-hmm. Sure, it was probably of a bigger strategy in order to shit in Apple's, you mm-hmm. know, uh, cereal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, What's, what, where am I going to at this shit? But they did make the V-Bucks cheaper for everybody. Mm-hmm. And they passed forward that discount to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you see moves like that. They do make pro- pro-consumer moves here and there. But yeah. I think it's just flagrant that they're still in it for themselves. Yes. Like, pay attention to that. <laughs> so when they try to rally the people and act like they're the underdog, it's like, it just feels like a very much a Steve Buscemi, what's up my fellow kids moment. Where yeah. It's like,
1: no, you're not. <laughs> like, the, the ploy you're making is literally just so you could take more of the cut yeah. across the board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and increase more of your share, your image. I, I don't know. I it's, mean, it's, it's
1: uh... a tricky thing where, like, this is an interesting thing to see uh, a publisher have to go through because like most games make their money off the disc you know uh, assuming it isn't loaded with uh, top loaded with microtransactions but this game is all microtransactions it's all cosmetics it's all that stuff that's how epic makes their money mm-hmm. so to be like okay we're, we're not going to give you full percentage of that maybe it pissed them off a little bit
2: mm-hmm. but
1: you know whatever you've already made your money All of them, all of them could, Tim Sweeney could retire and not have to fucking worry about anything in his life anymore. But this is, they're taking the low road, (laughs) you know?
0: Rich get bored, man. Rich get bored. I told you. That's Uh, true. You can only buy uh, so many jet skis before you just get antsy, Mm -hmm. you know? And you're just like, you know what? let's just disrupt the monopoly that Apple and Google have on the mobile market today. (laughs) Like
1: What? Take them both to court. We'll do the fucking Jesse Eisenberg and the social network.
0: God, I have to wonder if I worked for Epic Mm -hmm. and I got into a meeting and they're like, here's this fucking video. Here's how we, here's our like strategic plan to go after Apple that will involve a lawsuit as a part of a business mechanism.
1: That is a parody of their 1984
0: ad. Just the whole strategy. Like overall, (laughs) I would be like, would I be on board? Would I be like, "Yeah, let's fucking do it, dude"?
1: <laughs> I wonder how many people had to okay that that video.
0: A lot of people, <laughs> yeah. my dude. A lot of people, I mm. think. I don't know. I don't know. Would I feel good about that?
1: <laughs> I mean, if you're drinking the Fortnite Kool Aid and
0: you're all, just I kind guess of- so, right? We're just like it's us versus the world, mm. man. You're right. Apple's corrupt, brother. Yeah. W- where where's Tim today? Oh, he's on one of his fifteen jet skis. <laughs> <laughs> well he's a hero of the people mm-hmm. he's with a hooker right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only thing that kind of sucks in this whole scheme is the fact that pulling it does bar players off of the next season of Fortnite. yes that's the one thing where i'm like okay that's the one shitty thing about this whole story fuck fuck the fact that corporations are going to court whatever. hang on
0: <laughs> chain of events my friends yeah. It's, you ever seen that Eric Andre uh, uh, fucking meme where it's um, Hannibal Burris in the chair and he gets shot? Yeah, and it goes, "Why did he kill himself?" or something like that. Yeah. you know you, that meme format. I explained it terribly because that's how memes work. Yes. Let's go through the chain of events. Sure. Apple, sorry, <laughs> Epic mm-hmm. launched a way to circumvent Apple and Google's in-app purchases yes. to cut them out of the deal, mm-hmm. despite the fact that they would remain. On their services, or, or like they're using their services yes. to host their game. <laughs> and they did this deliberately, knowing that they would probably get pulled down from those stores, thus impacting their customer base. Mm-hmm. And then they said, oh, well, now we have this video that shows the people that Apple's a monopolist mm-hmm. and they are holding uh, not just Fortnite, but the players hostage. But you did this, like, homie, you and knew this. that this was going to yeah. happen. You made this move knowing full well that it was going to hurt your customers on mobile.
1: It's it's like the butterfly meme where it's like, is this self-sabotage?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, right, what? But like, plain as day, you did this to yourselves, mm-hmm. except the pain that you caused would be inherited by your customer base. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah,
1: there's no way you're looking like the good guys in this. Fuck you
0: in this underdog play. Actually, legit, fuck you. <laughs> That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. And if anybody falls for this shit, is an idiot. Mm. I saw Jeff Keeley fucking uh, uh, tweet out hashtag free Fortnite. Fuck you, you shill. <laughs> you're a shill too, Jeff. Get the fuck out of here. I'm fucking throwing bows now. The real underdog goes after everybody. That's true. The save room. Will lock away Fortnite. <laughs> and that's the only way to free the gamers. We will be the jailer of Tim Sweeney. And
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, we got there. What, what if, though, this is like how they launch their next big like Fortnite event. You know how like... <laughs> the,
0: the, the, the Epoch event that they yeah, had? Yeah, like
1: Fortnite 2 was like, okay there was an in-game event that like nuked the game and then they shut the game down for three days and then it was reborn like the Phoenix. Like, what if this is the next like pivotal phase
0: of Fortnite, <laughs> you know? I think the next phase is that we all wake up in Fortnite one day. Oh yeah. That's how they, they fix COVID. We all get Matrix locked into a big battery uh-huh. and we just dream the rest of our lives in Fortnite and Tim Sweeney goes, I'm the hero! Well, wasn't that the point of putting Inception in Fortnite? Fortnite to, oh, like, to dream weave us into the game. They're dreamweaving <laughs> us into Fortnite, little by little. Yeah. We don't even play it, and we're a part of Fortnite no, right now. We don't. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV is actually run in-engine in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Every game we play is actually Fortnite. Huh. Yeah, think about that. No wonder
1: I see people building shit around me.
0: Yeah, this is why this is a news show, because we get to the real news. That's
1: true. Guys, you're in Fortnite. You're in Fortnite. <laughs> well... That's about all I got to say about that one. I it's it's, it's so more—it's more just ridiculous, and it's, it's gonna—it's
0: high octane ridiculous. It's gonna
1: unravel over time. <sighs> but I mean, in a time where we've had a lot of serious dramas across multiple industries, pandemics, social injustice, riots, a new civil rights movement, allegations—to have fun and silly, like you know, legal news—is like it's kind of a breath of fresh air. It is. Where it's
0: like, huh? Kay. It is. It's so funny, but I want them to tear each other apart like a pack of hyenas, (laughs) (laughs) and I want it filmed and broadcast on Twitch. Mm. (laughs) It's gonna be great. Well, Well, let's let's bring this one home. Let's land this one, guys. Thank you so much for uh, maintaining throughout this podcast of excellence. Um, I I don't even know how to end it. I've been Kevin. You can find us on fucking Twitch, Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Who who am I? (laughs) he's splitting
1: like the atom because he's being pulled between this universe and Fortnite. he does not know where he is
0: it's very lawnmower (laughs) man
1: but guys thank you thank you for listening thank you for being along for this this never-ending journey of of podcasting psychedelia that we are
0: it was a quicker podcast than usual actually i keep on looking at the clock that's true Mm -hmm.
1: almost under an hour 30 we'll get there in (laughs) the edit we'll get there in the edit but um Thank you for your patronage and your ears. If you if you want, you can give us a follow over on Twitter at Save Room Show hashtag Free the Save Room is going to be the new thing we're going to get trending. Uh, yeah, and then just give us your bad takes. Let us know if if you're sad about about Fortnite. Uh, sorry, sad about Halo getting delayed.
0: Oh, actually, let me do a quick add on on that. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if you're sad about Fortnite. Don't don't tell us anything. Oh. Just just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a flying fuck. Fortnite has uh, taken enough of the oxygen out of mm. the room, and I need to breathe. <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's already hard enough to breathe in this 98-degree summer. Now, if you wanted to tweet at us and talk about Master Chief suit mm-hmm. jacking him off, I welcome it. Mm-hmm. Every day.
1: It's all he wants. I want schematics. Like, he's literally tweeting about Master Chief jerking him off every day, and I'm just like, I need to make this, like... I need to block your privileges on Twitter. Mm, Make it so only know. one of us can tweet. Mm,
0: I don't know. I think the people like it. i got to finish the fight just like he needs to finish himself. Oh, wow.
1: Ah. Well, speaking of finishing, I'm going to finish this episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Have a good night. Appreciate all of you. Yeah. And good remember night. to save your games. <laughs> <laughs>